Loving Beyond the I Do podcast is produced and sponsored by LegendaryRelationship.com. All things marriage. All the time. Hey guys, we just want to make sure that you don't forget about our Facebook group. Make sure you go and join the Facebook group. Which is Marriage Boss. Also, we want to make sure that anyone out there who is listening, we need your feedback. So we're doing a case study that can be found at LegendaryRelationship.com forward slash case study. And that's for case study information dealing with marriages. We want to thank you guys for spending the time and giving us this feedback and information. And so now we're going to cue the music. Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast. This power couple is building stronger marriages one day at a time. Talking about real issues on love, relationships, and marriage longevity. Let's break down the barriers and engage in healthy conversation with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Take a seat and buckle up because things are about to get real. Hey, 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 welcome back. Hey, everyone. We want to welcome you guys, and we're glad that you're tuning in again for another week's episode of Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Welcome to episode number 22. So this week, we were just thinking about how things were going in relationships and how wonderful things are, because we already know (laughs) (laughs) that things are so wonderful in relationships. And we're looking through social media and we're looking at stuff and we keep seeing all these negative things. People are like, oh, okay, couples are at home and things are really blowing up and it's not nice. And do you find yourself, you know, squabbling or arguing or finding out that the mate isn't who you, you know, thought they were? I don't know. Is it because you're spending more time together? Right. So we know that people are now spending more time together, not everyone, and things are about to open back up. So a lot of states are opening up, but we do want to tell you guys, be careful. Be careful. But we still want you guys to be happy before you get out there in the world. Because if you straighten out what's going on in the home right now, that's just going to make it better. That's so true. And there's a few things that we've come up with the help that, you know, make you guys get a little closer together. So we were talking and thinking like, what can we do? What do we do when we're spending a lot of time together and things start to get a little, you know, rough around the edges or well, like when you get on my nerve? No, like when you get on my nerve. Okay. Depends on what <laughs> point of view it is. No, it's definitely when you get on my nerves. Okay. So, or when things aren't going the way you want them to go. Sometimes we find ourselves when we're able to go out to avoid problems. But then when you're locked in and you can't do as much as you used to do, now you can't avoid them as much as you used to. You have to sit here and deal with the situation. I don't know if that's it. I don't know about dealing with it, but we can make if it I better. If I can't go anywhere, I got to sit here and deal with the situation. Or or eliminate the situation. All right. You know, my mom used to tell me how to eliminate problems. Okay. Just take them in the backyard, tie to a tree, <laughs> and shoot it. <laughs> but anyway. We're here to, you know, to bring you guys closer together. We know that these are unprecedented times that we live in right now. And we're trying to help and strengthen relationships one day at a time. And we know that in order to do that, you have to build or rebuild one brick at a time. So let's start building by bonding and making these days count. It's the little thing. Really, honestly, it's the little things that matter. So You always say the little things. Is it, it does. Truly the, is it truly it is. the little things? It is because when you do something big, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But when you do something small, that lets me know that you really care. Okay. So. All right. I want anyway. you to remember that. 
I do. I'd be okay. like, oh, that's so nice of him. It was so little, but at least he thought about it. It was such a small gesture. Like I say, it's the thought that counts. Sort of like, you know, True. you know what's a I, nice thing. So when you get on my nerves sometimes mm-hmm. and then the next day I wake up and you'll have my bowl of oatmeal ready. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, oh, that's that's, that's so sweet. And that's mm-hmm. a little thing. But then when I wake up mornings and it's not there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. how that's what I think. This, yeah. Did you hear that silence? Yep. That's what you think. And that's yes. what I think when I look over in the bowl and I see that the oatmeal is still in there because you didn't eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, not but so, see it's okay. not that I didn't eat it all. Yeah, yeah. It it happens. It happens. I got you. Yeah. But it's the thought that counts. Okay. It's not whether or not I eat it. It's the uh, okay. okay. How's that? This is gonna be a fun episode. That's then. right. That's right. Okay. So let's get into it. All right. So let's see. What are some of the things that couples can do to help build their relationship or to rebuild their relationship? This is the first thing I have to say. So we want relationships a certain way. We all have an idea of what we want our relationship to be. So we have to stop settling for that dull drum relationship. We have to stop pretending like everything is okay or just it's the norm. Just every day going. Or pretending like you're happy or not saying anything when you're really not. I think we just fall into this. Oh, is what, you just this settling. Is, this is what, right. This yeah, is what settling. it is. This is what it's going to be. Yeah. So he doesn't make a move. She doesn't make a move. I'm not going to make a move. Right. And we have to start realizing that it's not up to our spouse or our mate to change, make things change, or to make us happy or to make things better. It has to start with us. And so sometimes we have to push all that other junk that's in our minds aside, <laughs> erase that stuff that's in there mm-hmm. and just say, OK, forget what happened yesterday. Forget what happened last year. Forget what happened, you know, two or three years ago or what he said this morning or what she said this morning. And just start at that point that I'm going to start making things different. So you have to start with yourself. Start with in your mind what type of relationship you want, and then start creating that relationship. That's what I want to say first. So even before we go into all these things that people can do to build or rebuild their relationship to make them better, I think first and foremost, we have to stop settling and start thinking about the relationship we want and then creating it because it's not going to happen and it's not up to someone else to create it for us. We can create it together, but it has to start with you. One of the other things, too, is it would be great if you can have both of them working together. Both of you guys should be in this trying to make your relationship better. It shouldn't be one-sided. We're in the house. We're spending a lot of time with each other. So why not just try to work together to make the relationship and I better? Think you- if you want your relationship to be better, yes, you can do it by yourself and you can start it. I mean, you both have to be in this. And I think sometimes when people are unwilling to change your spouse or your mate, it's because things have been this way so long. And then you have to try to communicate. So you have to sit down and communicate to that person. Communicate. Yeah. But you have to try a different way. Oh, for sure. Because sometimes we may change ourselves and we see ourselves changing, but we're not changing the way we communicate to our spouse. So we have to find different ways. And that's what I mean by erase the past and then create a future because we're still communicating the same way and reacting to that person the same way we did before, even though we call ourselves changed. I don't want to say erase the past, but learn from the past and then build. Well, when I say erase, I mean, erase the negative things. All right. I understand. But I'm saying you can still build upon what you've learned in the past. Well, you can. I mean, because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to forget those things. Well, sometimes you do need to forget because if you're holding on to negative things, then your mind is is really blocking you from moving forward. Yeah, but so that's part can, of learning. 
It is, but two things can't occupy the same right. space at the same time. Exactly. So you have to really release some stuff and, and delete some you stuff do. in order to create some new ones. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm not right. saying like totally forget everything, but it is important. Yeah, because you're to, bound to repeat it you, if you do forget it. No, but you need to, you definitely need to release the negative things. You do need to release it. Because there's no sense of holding on to negative right. stuff. You you, you learned, release it, but I don't want you to go back there. So you, you can't. No, but I don't it. think negative things create memories that you want. To share, and I don't think just by eliminating them or forgetting them will make you repeat them. I think that if you eliminate the negative, and you know in yourself what negative brings, so it's not going to make people forget. Okay, I did this negative thing and it created that. It's not going to make us forget what the outcome was, what the reaction of that was. Mm-hmm. But you do need to start fresh. You need a clean plate. You and it all starts in the mind because the mind is the most powerful thing we have. True. And it can create the relationship or it can deteriorate the relationship or it can just keep the relationship at a standstill, mm-hmm. which is not moving either way. This is the way it is. I'm content with it. Right. Well, it why is, why it, would I change now? It is what it is. Right, oh, so it's been years. this right. It's right. been this way for years. She is the way she is. He is the way he is. But what we have to remember is that everybody didn't start like that. So we get into these this mind space of thinking that, okay, that's just the way they are. But that's not how relationships started. That's not how that person was when you guys met. So if they can change from that person to the person they are now, they can change again. And that's what we fail to, to realize in relationships. Oh, yeah, people can people are constantly changing, whether it's for the positive or the negative. Mm-hmm. People are constantly changing. We're changing. We're changing how we react to each other. We're changing how we act to each other. We're changing how we communicate. We're changing everything. So when we go from having a lot of sex to having no sex, that's a change. When we go from having no, no that's sex. That's a problem. that's a problem but i I get your point anyway i'm not even gonna get into that (laughs) i'm just gonna leave that i'm gonna put that up on the shelf we're gonna revisit that later because but anyway yeah people are so stuck on well that's just the way they are and it is the way it is they just they just accept it but we have to remember everything can change everything and sometimes all it takes is one domino to have a domino effect. I have to be willing to be that person that says, okay, my relationship is worth it. My happiness is worth it. So I'm going to put forth the effort and do the best I can. Not all relationships are savageable, but the ones that are where both parties still love each other and both people still want to be happy, you can. Yep. You can. If both parties are willing to work at it. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, it starts with one person. So I have to stop looking at you to make me happy. I like that. Stop looking at me I to did make long, you happy. I did a long time ago. Okay. And, and you're happy, aren't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm I happy. on your face. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm happy that I realized that my happiness starts with me. And I'm happy that you don't need to rely on me because that's a lot of strain on me trying to make you happy and me happy. So, But that's you perfect. still need to try to make me happy. <laughs> don't get it. I don't rely on you for my happiness, but I still expect you to try to make me happy. And I do the same in return. One thing's for sure, like, it may sound corny. Oh, It may sound okay. corny, but I would say, like, laugh at inside jokes. <laughs> and believe me, you guys have a ton of inside jokes that could bring a smile to your face when you're or unhappy. Just make you, or just make you laugh. Just make you think back to that time. Just like, yeah, you remember that time? Somebody posted on Facebook, 
a little girl. Oh my who goodness. mom had played a joke on her with the with the poo, and the little girl was so funny. Like I don't think I've ever laughed at anything that hard. All that thing about tears in my eyes. Yes, the girl was, put chocolate on this girl's arms, and the girl and the kids asking, are so innocent. They are is so it poo? What is it? And she was I, like, I just, "Oh, help me!" I was just like, "Is it poo?" And I just, is it I, poo? I lost it. I laughed so hard. <laughs> And now it's just an inside it's, joke, right? Because if I say "What is it?" I just start, I just start laughing so, right away. So I had something. I don't know what it was, and Jason was like, "Is it poo?" And it just <laughs> made me laugh. So just little things you just never know. That's it. It may sound corny, but guess what? Sometimes that that just makes you feel but good, it, right? It, inside jokes. I mean, you guys have them. Just reach back. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has those inside jokes where something happened and you it just it made you laugh. Another one is my son Jason. He has um, a girlfriend, mm -hmm. and we didn't even realize this, right? So she came and visited one time for Christmas. My sister-in-law, Auntie Rita, she was here, and we got in the car, and we went shopping or whatever. So she must have made the statement about, who has the seat sitting up like a nerd? So then, inside you. Right. She always say, why, why are you sitting up like a nerd? No disrespects to nerds, but right. it's so funny. So we were in Florida last year, year before last, I don't know, one of these Christmases, and his girlfriend said it, and we all looked at her and started laughing. I'm like, how she know about the inside <laughs> nerd joke? How did, how did she know? <laughs> so we were in the car. It was so funny. We all start laughing. We like, how do you know about the? She was like, Auntie Rita. I know. I was like, oh, so she must have been around the family. Yeah. She know about the inside nerd thing. Yep. It, it's so funny. So that's another inside one. Then Jason and I laugh about the time. When his grandmother, with <laughs> Jason, <laughs> this is, I guess it wasn't funny at the time, but she, we were traveling, and my grandmother forgot her blood pressure medication. And, and before we left, you remember it was before we left. It was before we left to get back on the road to come back home. Right, she's like, and she started panicking because she couldn't. I said, now you're gonna get your blood pressure up because she didn't can't find it. And it probably was in a purse, but anyway, she couldn't find a, a blood pressure medication, and she gets in the car. But before she gets in the car, she says, you know what? I'm gonna get some garlic. She said, let me go run in the house and get some, take some garlic before we leave. <laughs> so she put, <laughs> she put, she poured a handful of garlic. Everybody. She I, literally poured a hand. She went in the cabinet, poured a handful of garlic, and, and, and threw it, it in her mouth. Threw well, it. Well, she threw it at her mouth. <laughs> she <laughs> so, did. She threw it at her mouth. So for the next three and a half hours, we had a, a garlic I like, high. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jason, she literally, and she did it while she was in the back seat. So she didn't get out and throw the garlic in her mouth right. while she was outside. No, she sat in the back seat, had it in her hand, tossed it at her mouth. Half of it missed it, half of it went. It no. was all in the back seat, all, all, like we had like a five year old back like, there. Jason. That was so funny. I'm like Jason. I'm about to die with the smell of this garlic. <laughs> I don't know if you, like garlic smells good at a moderate amount when right. it's cooking or something. Right. But just imagine smelling garlic for three and a half hours. It was. It was not good. It was not good. And that's funny. And that's just been, that's been, and were we married at that time? I'm not even sure if we were married. No, I don't think so we were married. So that's been almost 30, that's been over 30 years. And so till this day, we make little <laughs> comments about, you know, we do something with garlic and we used to laugh about that all the time. Or we, you know, someone has crumbs in the seeds or something like that. Like, yeah, it's like a five-year-old been sitting back here. So it kind of <laughs> right. reminds us of that. Right. So that's, you know. This is one, but we have another one to say. You're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to get into detail about that one, but it's it's a known, that's a definitely inside a joke, joke known with all of my kids. And of course, Auntie Rita again. Yeah. And we all do it. Yeah. And it's, it's I, just I, fun. It's one I of those things that bring joy to 
embrace, any type of syndrome. Any embrace type of syndrome. laughter. Yeah. Sometimes we can't see what we do. Right. We can't really see what ticks our, pers- our spouse off. So I said, okay, I'll tell you what, Jason. If I'm doing something that that irritates you gets or under my skin or bothers, bothers you me. or I shouldn't do it. Right. You know, or I say something that I shouldn't say and, it, and it rubs you the wrong way. I said, just let me know. So one day, I guess I was doing it. He looked at me and he said, you're doing it. And we just, <laughs> <laughs> and we just started cracking up. So even though he meant it, what I was doing was getting on his nerves or I said something that I shouldn't have said in a way I shouldn't have said it or whatever it was. When he said that, it just lightened the whole mood and it helped me pay attention to what it was instead of him being negative or negative response about it. It just helped me realize, okay, this is what he's talking about. So now I have to be mindful of it, but it still made light of it where it was funny at the same time. We didn't end up arguing. That's something people can do and say, Hey, you know what, you know, you go to them and you decide you want to change and it starts with you and with, with the communication part, you can let them know. So when you're doing something or you've done something that really bothers me, I'm going to let you know. You're doing it. And then when you, when you let them know, just say you're doing it. And then when they say what you're talking about, (laughs) now you can create your own. And that way this will be a way to let the person know, but it also won't be so negative. Yeah. Instead of being negative about it or approaching it in a negative way, this can help you make light of the situation right. and it puts it you know, does, your defense. Even if down. we're upset and I was like, you know what, you're doing it. Yep, yep. Yeah. He says it in a funny way and, and, and I can't help like, but laugh. I can't like, help but laugh. And so and I it say, brings okay. laughter to me and it and kind of lightens the mood. And it then, does. I must say it does work. Yeah. It does work. What is something else, Jason, that we can do while we're in the house together? What, what have we done? What have we tried? I mean, we can remind each other how much we appreciate them by thank you or I love you or I appreciate you for this or I appreciate you for that. Just just a quick little reminder of, you know, I appreciate it. Like when I make your oatmeal, you know. Did I say thank you? Don't I say thank you? I'll be like, oh, thank you, baby. You made my oatmeal for me. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. And Maybe you the don't... first time, you know, you what? might have said it, but I don't know I if it's say, every day. I say it every day. Okay. If I don't, then let me know. Okay. All right. So, right. but, or listen. No, you do. Or mm-hmm. listening to, to your spouse. I think that's a big thing. I know for us, when we were really busy and I'm going here and you're going there, we really don't take the time to listen. We have listened. Mm-hmm. We have listened to the spouse. And then when things go on wrong, we want to argue over it. But I think taking the time to listen to the, what the person's saying and appreciate what they're saying and where they're coming from, that can make a big difference in relationships. We don't do that. We don't listen with the intent of listening. We listen with the intent of responding or rushing or half listening. I must be guilty of some of that, especially the half listening part. I hate you up to a a certain point. Why is that? Why do we do that? I don't don't know. So I think that that can be a play a big part. Oh, definitely. And I tell you sometimes like you you weren't listening. True. And it makes me feel a a certain type of way. So in order for us to to get along better Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, like, you didn't listen. You didn't listen all the way. Or I send you a text and you didn't read it all the way through. Right. So if I I get the gist and then after I get the gist, I'm gone. And then it's like, ah, man, maybe I should have read it all the way to the end. So, I mean, I think that's something we can do. And so so starting today, you're going to start listening a little bit more. Do you think I listen well? Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, that means. I mean, sometimes you do. I mean, for what, the most is, part, you listen better time, than I do. But what is the time that I don't listen? Like when? When you don't get it right. When I'm trying to what? tell you something. When you like? No, that's not true. Because I'll it's, say, it's, I'll say, Jason, I'll say, Jason, I don't understand. And you be like, I don't know why you don't understand. I'm giving it to you in black and white. Exactly. So, so what's I, the problem? So I'm trying to listen and I'm trying to understand, but you're no, you no. Keep, so your listening turns into an interrogation. No, listening. because when I ask you, uh-huh. I listen with the intent of listening. No, 
what? I don't interrogate during the listening part. I don't interrogate. I'm trying really? to get information. Okay. I can't do something if I don't have the complete facts. That's what I'm telling you. AKA so, interrogation. No. Yeah. AKA you need to listen to what I'm you saying and stop attention. thinking. I, you know what, guys? I'm going to have to record some of this because it's an interrogation. It's not. If I if I don't understand completely what you want from me, how mm-hmm. am I going to give it to you? I got you. I I see your point of view. I'm just telling you from my point of <laughs> no, view what but, it is. But you, see, not only do you not listen sometimes. See, I'm just I'm just saying what you said, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that what you told me? You uh-huh. don't listen sometimes. I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when I try to tell you something, you stop listening. And then I'll be like, I don't understand. Yeah. You'd be like, Tina, just put the thing over here and put it on there. I'd be like, okay, so where does it do? I don't understand which thing. And then you get you get a little frazzled. And then it's Sometimes. not a, it's not an interrogation. It's just, I need to be clear because like, let's just say. You do want to be clear. I do want to be clear. Yeah. Let's just say it's a red and a black wire. And I'm kind of And loose. you say put the red wire on this. What if I put the wrong thing on wrong? So I just want to make sure. I got it. And I think that, that that can be, you know, a thing with people. Like with me, I want to be clear. So with yeah, because you, you're may- more detail oriented than I am. Right. I'm loosey goosey. Okay. okay, so the thing is that that's just listening, listening, and appreciate. So I appreciate you, honey, for all that you do. And then another way could be just making sure that you move your shoes, just <sighs> like I move my shoes, right? So okay, I don't understand. Okay, if so, the shoes is not so really, we're if talking the about shoes what people not- can do <laughs> to help right okay. now, oh, okay. to help right now while they're at home together because I'll we just get, move the we shoes, get laxed. Baby. I'll just move the shoes. Yep, we get laxed. Okay. And then what happens is that we we mm-hmm. people, I want what I want, you want what you want, and we don't see the other person's side. Yeah. So if something bothers you and instead of me taking heed to it, I just overlook it. I hear you, but I just okay, whatever it is, it isn't no big deal in my mind. Instead of taking the time to say, okay, you know what? They, if this bothered them enough for them to say something, then let me be mindful enough to remember it next time. And I think that will definitely help with solutions to small problems that can blow up to be something big. Right. But anyway. All right. So I think that if we're a little bit more mindful of what the other person wants, it helps eliminate problems. It sure does. What's something that that bothers you that I do that I may continue to do (laughs) even after you said it so I can be mindful of it. See, I don't do anything like, see, See, people think that I'm just this mean person. I'm not. I'm not. You're not mean at all. Nope. Quit being sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm just okay, saying so name that you're something. not mean. So name something. I can't think of anything right now. Okay. Okay. Because because if it was something at that the top. That big, right, right. It would come to mind. Right. right. But I don't hold on to things like that. So you ho- oh, oh, you hold on to things. Oh, hold you on to certain things, but you nothing that I can think. You hold on to some things. So let's start moving our own mess. I think we'll stay it like that. Stop expecting your spouse to do everything. People get into ruts, right? Mm-hmm. So, so our relationship. Well, if you came in doing everything, then if or, I'm not doing anything, it, it, it wasn't a problem have, before. And you know what? Hmm? Sometimes we get in situations, like we said before, change. Uh-huh. So let's say I wasn't working outside the house. So you make the assumption that because I'm at home that I can clean up, I can do this, I can do that. And then that may create a problem. Where you're here all day, yes, I'm here, but it's just like I'm working. That's so true. So we have to start remembering that just because the other person is there or even if they've done it over the past years doesn't mean the other person can't help out. And that can be male or female. Right. That's just a a point of compromising and working together. And I think the problem is that the person who's doing it all 
Mm-hmm. They start to feel a certain way because they're doing it. And right. the other person. They build up some animosity against the other person or situations when they see it, like a, a shoe left out or whatever. Or they, they say, okay, well, my spouse saw this. Why didn't they move it? But in the spouse's mind, they don't see it like that. They see this person always cleans up. So, again, it goes back to communicating that fact. Just because you're Are always. Are you talking about me? No. Oh. Just because you've always done something, we have to learn how to communicate with each other in a way that the other person hears it. So if I'm always cleaning up and then I get up and I'll be like, okay, I don't understand why he feels like he can't clean up. I have to find a way in our relationship to let you know that, hey, I need your help. I need you to move Fair your enough. mess. I need you to help out. And sometimes we don't do that. We just continue doing the same thing because the other person expects it, but the other person doesn't know what's the problem. You don't know what's the problem because I'm I'm constantly doing it. I'm constantly cleaning up. I'm constantly doing what I've always done. But I'm getting upset because you don't clean up. But you don't know that I'm having a problem unless I tell you. And I and that's a big issue. I mean, that's across the board, whether it's me or you. If I don't know that you have a problem, right. how do I address because it? I'm just talking about me. I just have to be more mindful of things that I set down or things that I, you know, lay around, shoes, you know, coat, whatever. And just put it in its proper place. That's all. I mean, you've said that before. Once you just put things in the proper place, you know what? Yeah, I could. I could hang up the coat instead of hanging it on the doorknob. I this can actually. True. I can this actually is true. Turn. It takes the same. Yeah. Or, or I have something even better. You can actually walk to the garbage and put that garbage in the garbage instead of send it on the counter. Yep. And I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't, and then, and then I say, okay, I'm not going to move it because in my mind, I'm mm-hmm. going to go back and get it. I'm just going to set it here right, for a little second. Jason. Right, little Jason. But I never made it Or Jason back. the second. He doesn't like me to call him little Jason. I never made it back to but why? the garbage can. I don't know. I don't so know. Why? That's just how it is. I mean, we so all need something might, to work on, right? That might be a different thing as opposed to helping clean up. Or if we're in a marriage where one person does everything and mm-hmm. that person is not really understanding why they have to do everything and the other person's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a conversation where people need to really sit down and say, I would like your help. Or I need help and can you pitch in and can you do this? Or a conversation to approach it the right way. Right. Because in the other person's mind, they've never done it. So they don't, they're not recognizing that this is something that they need to do. People think that it's just natural. You see the garbage, why don't you take it out? Sometimes when your mind is conditioned not to see things and you don't do it, you just don't do it. So, I, so I why? So, so this is, is going to be a garbage. podcast that's going to help us. So why do you do that? Not that it's an issue. Mm-hmm. But I don't get it. Like, I'm like, okay, it took him five steps to get to the Mm -hmm. counter right next to the garbage can. Right. But he'll put it on the counter Mm -hmm. and not in the garbage can. I don't know. Maybe you should uh, put the garbage can closer to the counter so that way when I walk over there, I could just. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) It doesn't. I don't think it's even going to I don't have an answer for you then. Um, I just be mindful of it. Okay. Well, just, just so what people can do in relationships right now is just be more mindful of what they do. Right. He makes you guys think that he's just so complying. No, he's not. Because when I say it, he'd be like, yeah, okay. Right. But now now on the podcast, the mic's on, he's like, okay. I'm I just said, gonna yeah, be, okay. Yeah, okay. And guess what? Next week you do the same thing. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it, and I'm trying to get better. You, you, so, all right. You, all, all right, right. There you go. You're thinking about it when the mic is on. You're not thinking about it when the mic is off. No, I'll, I'll think about it. Uh, all right. Doing is a, doing well, guess a what? Since we're talking about it, mm-hmm. I would appreciate that. Okay. I appreciate you being mindful of doing that. I will. I, will. I would appreciate that the same way I appreciate 
all the other things you do, the little things. All right. And that's one of the little things you want me to do. That would be huge. So (laughs) instead of leaving stuff around, thinking that it's just going to mysteriously clean itself, that would be huge. It's sort of like, I don't know if anyone else out there does that. So you open up the refrigerator and there's this big empty spot. Like the refrigerator's full, but there's this one huge empty spot. And so you just stick something there because, oh, there's there's just magically a spot right there. And then the other person comes back and opens the refrigerator and go, who put that there? Like, didn't you see that there's one in, like, there's no way if you open up a full refrigerator, mm-hmm. there's just going to be r- right there, right there in the front, just for you. It's going to be an empty spot for me, you to stick something. No, right. no, you like, and you know. I don't like understand why would I every, need to move anything <laughs> if it's an empty spot. We all do our refrigerators pretty much the same. Everything has its place, mm-hmm. right? So if you know milk goes there and you open up the refrigerator and it's a big old huge, somebody must have the milk out. I'm just going to stick this bowl right there. And yeah, now that's like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> there's just magically, We're wow, out of milk. <laughs> <laughs> there's just magically this spot here. Yeah, that doesn't happen, doesn't happen. But I'm going to appreciate the fact because we're talking about appreciating your mate a little bit more. And you know what? While we're uh, talking about things, let's talk about talking and listening about the future. Okay. You know, where are we going to go? And how we're going to expand and how we're going to make our relationship better. And what do we see for our future within our relationship? That's a good one. That's a good one. So while we're home together or when we're home together, spending more time, we can talk about our plans for the future. Because sometimes we're just letting the future happen. Mm -hmm. We're just kind of, it's just like, like you said before, automatic pilot. And so we're just going forward with whatever the relationship brings from day to day, instead of actually navigating what we want our relationship to be. So so it's a good time to think about your future mm -hmm. and to kind of plan it out. See where you're going. Think about it. Make Depends some goals. On, right. Make some goals and realign or, and even if your the relas- lives. Right. Or even if your relationship isn't where where you want it to be, you can just start there. Mm-hmm. Talk about, hey, you know what? We both want to be happy. Let's start doing something in our relationship that makes it different. Let's start today building on our relationship to make it a little better. And I think people will be a little bit more open to that. So if you have a relationship that's kind of just like the norm and yeah. and you want things to change and you're, you're at a place in your relationship where you're not really happy So when you're happy, it releases dopamine and endorphins that actually help lower the blood pressure and make you more happy. So we all want to be happy. It's a totally different feeling. I think everyone. You can deal with everything so much better if you're happy. You can. And I think that it starts with us, again, being able to communicate, but also um, realizing that if we sit down and talk about what's going on in our marriage or nothing has to be wrong, but we can definitely make it better. Oh, for sure. We can definitely make it better. If I'm if I'm a happier person and my life is happier, what's what's gonna happen? Yeah, it's gonna be more intimacy. It's going to, it has to be. Right. Because if I'm feeling love towards you now, mm-hmm. as opposed to just, you know Blah. That, so you're saying if my sex life is a little blah, you need to check out the rest the other part of your relationship. Absolutely. Because it's probably blah as well. It absolutely. You can go through the motions of having sex doesn't mean that both partners are getting fulfilled. So you want to have a fulfilling sex life, which means that you want to be connected. You want to have intimacy. And you know what? You know, most people always point to the women when it's like, well, you know, she has to be happy and into it. 
That works for a male as well. Because if you're not really happy in your relationships, right. you're really going through the motion as well. You and may want to go how, through the motions more often than she does. But still, if you're not happy, you're and not I happy. Think, and I think at that point, a man just wants to have sex. Mm-hmm. And it's not even about having sex with their spouse. It's right. just about the need that a man has. And that's where he has to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. And that's how problems start. Right. So if my relationship as a whole is happier and we're happier and we're moving forward and we know that we're working on our relationship together, it can't help but create better intimacy. You don't just want to have sex to have sex. You want to have sex for connectivity. You want to feel like you're connected to that person. You want to feel like that you You matter. You want the intimacy and the passion. You want it all. You want to have, you want to connect your feelings to it, not just having to act. Absolutely. It shouldn't just be an act. No. And, And it can easily become that because women feel like, it's a chore sometimes. Well, it's like the men don't really tie that much to it, but they still feel the same way. They may not say it out loud, but they really feel the same way. They just go through the motion, like I said, more often. So, and when you do that, when you create more intimacy in a relationship, it can't help but in turns, I get a better relationship, I get a better sex life. I get a better sex life, I have a better relationship. It goes hand in hand. It all plays a part together. And if we're giving each other what we need, which means that I'm not just going through the motion. Mm -hmm. I want to actually have a fulfilling sex life. We have to do that with creating intimacy outside of the bedroom. What makes me feel close to you? What makes me happy? And and, And again, it's not relying on you to do it. It's relying on me to be able to communicate to you what I need and what I want. And then we both working towards getting that happy because we both need to do the same thing. Exactly. I need to commun- communicate I that was to you ready as, to say well, that. as yep, well. Absolutely. Because I want to feel a certain way absolutely. outside of bed. Right. Yep. You want to be happy with the spouse that you have. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to look at me and feel a certain type of way that either I turn you on or you're happy that I'm your maid. Those things matter. In any relationship, whether you're male or female, you don't want to leave home and then you're wondering, does my mate still love me? Right. Oh, is my mate out there looking at other people? You don't want to have that feeling. You want to know with uncertainty that the person that you're in a relationship with is going always going to be there with you, that you're the center of their universe. So I got a question for you. Are you happy? I have to be able to, when I'm not, I mm-hmm. have to be able to continue to work on me and then so you tell relate me if you get, that to you. If you get any more happier, the intimacy and passion is going to be even better? Even better. Oh, shoot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a done deal, baby. Boy, would you get your, get your mind on this podcast? I, it is on the podcast. We were talking about intimacy and passion, baby. Come okay. On. So another thing you can do is say thank you. Mm-hmm. You can say thank you. So when I make you feel good, I want to say thank you. And we're not talking about <laughs> sex. <laughs> Why did we get off? Look, we talked about the other stuff for so long. Okay, we're, we're just, so we're we can say thank right you, right? So something like that. A big thing that I feel. Oh, happy. like when I make you to eat oatmeal. What's that again? I said, oh, like when I make you the oatmeal. Could be. Yeah. I say thank you. But uh, you know, another thing I think is a big part of relationships that we don't apologize. We don't apologize when we're wrong. Sometimes when we get into arguments or disagreements, we're so upset with the other person that we don't really stop to think about what was our part in it. That's true. And it, it takes nothing to really say, you know, I apologize for whatever. It takes a lot because people. It, well, it depends on if their, you have too much their, pride. Their if you ego, have a lot of right. pride, their then ego it and takes pride. a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you're truly in love with someone, it's, 
you it should be easy for you to just apologize. And if we're not doing that, let's start doing that. Right. That's something we can start doing right here, right, right. now. Not so the, not the I'm sorry, just the you know, I apologize. You you apologize for the action or whatever or the transpired. reaction or whatever happened. Right. So if there's something that happened within the last week that you and your spouse were arguing over or had a disagreement about, let's apologize for something. You and your spouse or mate had an argument. I just want you out of the blue to tell them, you know what? I remember last week and I just want to apologize for my part. If you think about it and you know that there's something you could have done better or something that you said that you shouldn't have said, let's start apologizing. It's not about point keeping now. You just, it's not. You just apologize. It's so not. if Tina comes to me and she says, well, I apologize or I say I apologize for something. And it it's might not be like, yeah, you were wrong for that. And this, that and the other. No, you just take it. It's like, OK, because remember, I, I think we people, both play a part yeah. in the situation. So I really have something that if you apologizing to me, I really have something that I'm apologizing to you about about that same situation. But what I'm saying is I can't take it as a point system like I'm going to. Yeah, I knew you were wrong. You were wrong for saying that and you were in and the I wrong. Think if we, right. I think if we approach it the, the right way, then our mate will, won't look at it as a point system. Right. You know, I think right. that but if, I'm if saying we... You, we're both apologizing because we both contributed to the um, argument. Right. And so I, I just think we just need to start apologizing more. We need to let the other person know, not only by saying thank you and I appreciate you, but also saying that, you know what, I apologize for what I said, for not cleaning up or moving this, or I apologize for not recognizing your feelings. There's a lot of things we can apologize for that we don't. We don't realize that every time that we get into an argument that it's taking a little piece of us apart. And, and if we could start putting those pieces back, then I think it'll help build those relationships back up. Yeah, you have to pay so much attention to your mate's feeling. I don't, I don't think we take that into consideration. Do you do that? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I don't. Is it more that you don't or that is the more that you do? Probably more that I don't. Do you think I take your feelings into consideration? Sometimes more than <laughs> mine, more than I do, but not enough coming from me. Not, not, enough. not enough. Not enough. But I do more than you do, but not enough. Right. Okay. All right. Glad we got clear at the end with that. <laughs> so even when we're taking our spouse's feelings into consideration, you know, we have to also realize that we all like the same thing. And, we, and we, as well, just say, being happy and being right. loved and exactly. being in exactly. harmonious relationships. Yep, because yep. I notice when I'm happier, I do things happier. When I'm... The house is happier, everything it's just, is happier. It just makes a difference when you're in a different mindset in a different space. You know, that makes a difference. But uh, some, some other things that people can do is laughter. Laughter is a healer. Yes. It helps heal things. And it, like I said before, two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. So if we're laughing about something, we're not arguing. We're not upset, which means that I think that people can start. I know we do this a lot. We talk about things that that was funny when we first met. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the heck was it it's a lot of funny things from when we first met i mean the night itself was funny so it was yeah but so something people can do is if you're trying to come together or break the ice or something you guys can talk about funny times mm -hmm. things that were really whether it's a friend or just you and your spouse something that was funny that'll make you guys laugh again not necessarily the inside jokes because it doesn't have to be an inside joke it should be something that happened that was really funny 
Like, for instance, sometimes we laugh about when Geneva went to the wrong car. <laughs> so, or when you and I got together and we, we did something. And, and it, it was a funny, it was a funny incident that we remember. Yeah, like walking around the graveyard. Yeah, yeah that one or whatever. You know, right. something when we first got married or when we first got together. The yeah, time when we had of, our first a, child and, you know, you thought something was wrong with him because, you know, the first poop. Was like wax. I'm like, this (laughs) kid is sick. So (laughs) So, talk about things that you both remember that were funny to you. Take a minute to think about something that, and if things aren't going well or you're in that place in your relationship that you want to make it better, just start thinking about it and then bring it up to your spouse to bring them in to just to start a conversation, just to let down all defenses or to move in the right direction of building your relationship. And this is just some of the things that Tina and I work through. And as you can hear, still working through. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is what it's all about. This is about building strong relationships, spending time. And we're finding small things that's kind of getting on one another's nerves or whatever. How do we make it better? So he, you know, his, what can we do? Right. So I know one thing. Oh, I noticed. I appreciate that you shaved today. Did you shave today? I did shave. Yeah. And I was said I was going to look at that. So something we can do when we're in the house is pay attention to our appearance. Just yeah. because it's you and I don't mean I want to smell you. <laughs> don't, wanna, don't doesn't mean I want to get up and be like, who the heck is that person sitting across the table from me? Yeah. So I, I try to be mindful. I really do. Yeah. That's why I decided I said, you know what? I know how to get makeup and stuff on you. We'll do a video podcast. You're going to have to dress up one day. No, no. <laughs> I do try to be mindful and it's not being vain, mm-hmm. but it's appreciating the fact that if I look at myself and I can hardly stand it, I don't mm-hmm. want you to feel that way. Yeah. Or I want I want to pay attention to my appearance because it matters. I want to make sure that what I look like matters to me so that because I know it matters to you. You know, so it's and not, you know what? When you look better, you feel better. And I think about that, too. Yeah. All the time I say, you know what? If I'm feeling tired, if I'm feeling in a funk or whatever, I say, you know what? Let me get up and well, every day I try to get up and comb my hair and do some stuff. Oh, you no, know? no, no. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, saying like right. you might want to put on some clothes. Absolutely. Besides just put on some sweats or something right. like that. So. Right. So just just being mindful of our appearance and around the, the house. And that's just a little thing because you feel like, okay, if I'm not going out, I'm not right. going as I'm just working from home. And sometimes that gets, to be a, that gets to be a bother for your mate. Mm-hmm. Just because you're comfortable. People, I want to be comfortable. You can still be, be comfortable, comfortable and still be aware of your appearance. Yeah. I think We're not key. talking about, you know. Because I, I look up and it's a week or t- so and I have Michelle. It's like, man, who is this guy in the mirror? We have a tendency to think because we're at home that being comfortable means that we don't have to comb my hair or we don't have to wash up every day or we don't have to put on deodorant or we don't have to do things. Keep up that with our personal hygiene. It's just regular, typical things that you would want to do. It's not being vain. It's just being mindful. When you look better, you feel better. Then you're able to give more of yourself to the other person and the things that are around you. This is just some tips and some things that Tina and, and I are working through or working and that's on. Just, I don't want to cut you off, but and that's just not during the day, but that's at night also. Be mindful about what we go to sleep in. Be mindful of how we go to sleep. Because if you want more intimacy and you do want to spice things up, I think when you feel yeah, better you about get yourself. Rid of them onesies. Ladies. But I think if you feel better about yourself, if you put on something that makes you feel good, it makes you feel sexy, if you've had a good day, you and your spouse are at a good place, then you want to feel sexy. And I think that's what relationships, when they get together, you go out, you buy all this lingerie, you do things that's going to tempt the other person. You have to continue to do that. You have to be mindful of your appearance. It's not just, hey, it is what it is. And men have to realize that foreplay is a very big role for women. 
So if you want more intimacy inside and outside, you have to be aware of your appearance and you have to be able to create that atmosphere where women want to feel or men want to feel more love, that their appearance counts, that it matters, that everything you do, because when you're trying to get your mate, all of those things matter to you. They should continue to matter in a relationship. All right. That goes both ways because the man wants to feel wanted as well. That's what I just said. Right. 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 So I'm taking notes. So uh, if you're happier, I get even Yeah, get we even better sex. Okay. All right. Or oh, intimacy, however you want to. And then you want to <laughs> have some foreplay. Okay. All right. We're just, baby, we just. And then you're going to put on more lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, listen, I'm just highlighting some points that I. But, but husbands, so women, <laughs> we can leave magazines around. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to wear more lingerie, I have to have more lingerie. Well, you know what? You got a drawer full. I'm, I'm just saying, people probably have a drawer full. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. but what did you tell me yesterday? Nothing works like new stuff. Oh, yeah. New stuff always works better. And there you go. Yeah. So I should clean out my drawer. It's springtime, spring cleaning. I'm going to clean everything. Not me, just people. Hey, I tell you what. People should clean out their drawer. You just put on something that you have in your drawer. When you run out of that, then we order some more. All right. I'm gonna, every day I'm going to wear something and throw it away, and then we're going to yep, start there. Start anew. Yeah. So you okay? <laughs> yep. So so about tomorrow. So, so if tomorrow, we skip I next week podcast, you know why? <laughs> <laughs> so something else, you know, what people can do is we can talk about what's important to us. If you're not happy, then you can't be happy in the relationship, right? So right, if, and if you're not valuing what's important to me, then that makes me feel devalued, right? So respect my feelings, understand my feelings. I understand your feelings, and we can talk about it. I just won't say. You don't feel that way. You really feel this way. Don't try to guide me in the way that you think or you want me to go. This is how I feel. This is my reality. What's important to me. And I just want you to understand that. Which which also goes back to being able to listen and communicate. So we have to know what's important to our mate and they have to know what's important to us. So that just so that we can stay on the same page and that what's important to me in my life. I know when something is important to me and I have to be, again, with the word mindful, and choose the words that help express what's important to me so that you don't push it aside or think that it's, it's invaluable that you realize the importance of it to me. There it is. A better relationship, stronger relationship. How do we get there? Building. Just by doing small things. That's right. One thing at a time, just building and rebuilding what we have to make it better. All the things we did in the beginning, we have to continue to do. So guys, don't forget that we are always here. We're going to continue to be here. Check out our Facebook group, which is Marriage Boss. Don't forget the case study at legendaryrelationship.com forward slash case study. And as always, we're We're in in it it to to win it. it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Loving Beyond the I Do podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship or visit our website at LegendaryRelationship.com. Till next time, remember to make every day count.